0: Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Well, it's an absolute joy to be with you today. I've been really excited about bringing this message in this series. We are talking about faith and um, today I want to talk about the victory of faith. If you've been in the series and uh, you'll have heard us talk about saving faith and the life of faith, the gift of faith and um, Today, as I said, I want to talk about the victory of faith. Now, the reason why we wanted to um, take this particular theme and preach into this across Arena Church and beyond is because when I look around the world at the moment, I I see lots of hopeless situations. People who are despairing. The word anxiety I I hear most days. And whilst these these things have always been around, I recognise that they're just intensifying. And into that we want to speak a message of faith and of hope. And today what I want to do is I want to help people who are Christians, and you've been Christians for many years... But today I also want to speak to those who may not yet be Christians or those who are journeying towards a faith in Jesus Christ. And I believe that if you'll just lean into the message today, that God will have something for all of us us today. Let me just make a few comments because in a moment we're going to dive right into some Bible verses with people of the Bible in arena. But this battle that we're presently in, and we are in a battle is a dirty war. It's a heavy duty battle. Now, I honestly believe that there is, and the Bible tells us, there is an enemy. There is darkness. His, his, his uh, name is Satan. He commands the dark forces. And uh, there is also the light of God. There is our Father in heaven. And they are at odds with one another. The Bible records it this way, that actually there is a war that goes on in the heavenly realms. I've been saying this repeatedly, that if you are one of those who binges out on Netflix and you've got series and you're watching some paranormal kind of thing, some supernatural series, I want to say to you, you are opening the doorways of your heart and your eyes and your minds to things that you do not want to open it up to. They're very real. Our wrestle is not in in, in just us, flesh and blood. There's there's a war that goes on in the heavenly realms and it's very, very severe and very real. And it's very dirty and it's very black and it's very bleak. The Bible says about Satan that he is the father of lies. All he knows is to speak lies. If you've had over your life that you are a dunce, that you are thick, that you are stupid, that you are irrelevant, that you don't know who you are, where your identity is, that you've got no future, I want to say they're all lies of Satan, every single one of them. That's all he knows what to do. He never speaks anything kindly to us. In fact, the Bible says about Satan that his sole purpose is three things. He comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus says, I have come to bring you life and life in all of its fullness. We see the contrast of Satan and Jesus. Jesus comes to bring freedom. Satan just comes to bind you up. The promise of partying and sex and all these kinds of things. You're free. You do what you want. I want to say to to you today, and I've spoken to countless people who have lived that kind of hedonistic lifestyle. The offer of freedom just binds them up more and more and more. They are more bound up the deeper they go into it. The answer is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is promises of freedom. The Bible says, who the son sets free is free indeed. Jesus comes to set the captives free. I say all that as an introduction because there is victory in faith. God wants us to overcome all the dark forces that come against us. And by the way, it's not usually the bigger things. The bigger things we're aware of, we wanted to take revenge, we wanted to be violent, we may even have murderous thoughts in our minds, we may see someone and we think about having an affair, we may overeat, we may drink too much, we may take drugs. These are the biggest, bigger things. But for me, what I've realised is the enemy uses the little things. It's the dripping of the tap, the drip, drip, drip. Those little things that come to every one of us most days. It's the gnawing away. And these are the things that God wants to equip us in as Christians and wants to help you as somebody who's journeying towards God to give you the weaponry, to give you the armory, to overcome all the dark forces of Satan. So let's dive into the Bible, shall we? And let's see what the Bible has to say. In 1 John 5... Verse 4 and verse 5, it says this. For every child of God defeats the evil world, and we achieve the victory through our faith. Say that with me. Through our faith. We achieve victory through faith. Then he goes on to say, and who can win this battle against the world, against the dark forces of this world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The only way you'll be able to overcome this world is through believing in Jesus Christ. The only way way you will be able to live a fulfilled life, a joyful life, a peaceful life, truly deep in your heart, is through believing in Jesus Christ. And we have been equipped with everything that we need as Christians to overcome this dark world. Now what I want to do, I want to just take a few thoughts from Ephesians in chapter 6. There's a man in the Bible called Paul. I mention him lots. He was a fantastic leader in the early church and he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament of the Bible. And uh, he he gives us one of the most vivid imageries that I think of the New Testament. And he describes how Christians should be armoured up. And he uses the thought of a Roman soldier. The Romans were controlling the known world as it was then. And he used an illustration that everybody would be able to identify with. And that's where I want to base it from. And it's found in Ephesians in chapter 6. But before I go to the traditional version of the Bible, I want to read from a contemporary version just quickly. That will just help us again to understand the battle that we're in. And then, what we're going to do, we're going to go to the traditional version and I'm going to go line by line to just lay some practical thoughts. So, here goes Ephesians in chapter 6, verse uh, 10 through to uh, around 16 of the contemporary version, the message. This is what it reads And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you to be strong. So, take everything the master has set out for you, well made weapons of the best materials and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared, you're up against far more than you can handle on your own. And take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over uh, with the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. Quickly, before I go to that passage and just make some points, I love the language that we can all understand. Because he says, I want you to stand up against the devil and all he throws out for you. But you can't do it on your own. You need to have an armory. You need to have some weapons at your disposal. And he also says, this is no weekend war. This is not something that you just have in a moment, a little bit of a squabble. This is relentless. This is a battle that's relentless day by day. He says this isn't just for a couple of hours battle. This is for keeps. He uses this phrase, it's a life or death. Forgive me for a moment. I love uh, some of the Hollywood films. Karate Kid, the original, is my particular favorite. I've watched the Cobra Kai series on Netflix. If you have no idea what I'm on about, don't worry. But it's, it's, it's quite harmless in, in, in many, many respects. But the whole thought of Karate Kid 1 was that there was a fight to the finish. In martial arts, it usually wasn't just a competition and who who gets the points. It was literally a fight to the death. And this is what Paul is saying here. This is not just like a tournament. This is a fight to the death. And he says, God has given us weapons to be able to overcome all the lies and all the dark practices. Paul is here saying that victory comes through preparation, through readiness, through being equipped. We get victory in our faith as we put on the full armour of God. Now for a moment, let me now take you to this um, traditional passage in the New International Version of Ephesians and chapter 6. And literally, I'm just going to read through it and then I'm going to stop and make some comments for time. Let's again begin to to, uh, begin at verse 10. It says there, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power and put on the full armour of God. Everybody say with me, the full armour of God. So you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, authorities, powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Have you got it? There is a battle out there that we cannot see. We can in prayer, but it's out there and it's dark. And then Paul says, Therefore, therefore, put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, You may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Then he describes, just pause for a moment, he describes what this armoury looks like. Let me take you through it. First of all, he says, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. An older version, I prefer, says this, gird up your loins with truth. The Roman uh, soldiers, they used to have protection, metal protection, without me being too personal, round vital organs. This is a vital organ round here. And he says, gird up your loins, get ready for battle. But what are we girding up with? We're girding up with truth. I've already said to you that Satan is the father of lies. All he speaks is lies, and when he comes against you and says you are those things, you are nothing. You don't know who you are. You don't know whether you're male or female. You don't. You don't know. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're doing with your life. You, you are, your past is terrible. Your present is awful. Your future is going to be disastrous. And all these things come against you. I want to encourage you to gird up with truth. The truth of God's word. No, I'm a child of God. I'm precious in the sight of God. I've been bought with a wonderful price. I belong to God. God is with me. God is for me. God goes before me. And these, this truth that we gird ourselves up in defeats the lies of the enemy. He then says, not just gird up with a belt of truth, which we must, but put on the breastplate of righteousness in place. This Breastplate was metal that covered your vital organs of your heart and your frontal body and your back. And it would alleviate the fact of the potential of fiery darts and swords being stabbed in your back or in your front. And this is what he's saying, put on the breastplate of righteousness. This righteousness is so important. Let me tell you, you are not clothed with filthy rags if you are a Christian. You have now been clothed with the righteousness of Christ. What does this mean? You are now in right living with Christ. Through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Through the finished work on the cross. As you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you've asked him to forgive you of your sins. You are now clothed with his righteousness. Get up today. Get up every day. Clothe yourself with a breastplate of righteousness. Then quickly, he says, I want you then to take your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Just really quickly, get booted up. Put your best foot forward. Get out of bed, shake off all laziness, lethargicness, complacency, and put your best foot forward. Come on, get your combat boots on. Get up in the morning, get yourself ready and go and carry the good news, this peace to this world. If there's ever a time when people are desperate, they're like under the fire extinguisher, trying to get whatever they can, you know, whatever it's like, putting out a fire that they're on fire and they need the water. That's what they're like at the moment with this peace. We have the offer of peace. We can pour it out in abundance because people haven't got it in the world. And then he says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flame and arrows of the evil one. Here we go. The shield of faith. And by the way, the thought of the Romans coming together, and this is absolutely true. I remember studying it. As a year five student in secondary school and going through history and looking at the early Romans, they would march together. I'm about just shy of six foot two. These shields were not like little shields that kids run around with with a sword and a shield. These were big, heavy duty shields that they would march together as a regiment out into battle. And when the enemy lines were firing fiery darts, they would all together hold up their shields to protect one another. This is what the thought of. He's using imagery that they'd understand. Take the shield of faith, which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. What is this faith? This faith is your belief in Jesus Christ. This faith is your trust in God. This faith is your confidence in his word. Take up the shield of faith. When the enemy comes against you, even now, even today, take up the shield of faith. And then he says, take the helmet of salvation. Quickly. Put your put the helmet of salvation on. This helmet protected front, back, and sides. And what is it basically saying is you've got to protect your mind. I'll repeat again if you are watching things and opening yourself up to things, the eye gates will come in and enter your mind. And what is in your mind will enter your heart. We need to stop it. And we need to transform our minds. By the renewing of our minds. We need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We need to take captive of every thought and make it obedient to Christ. How do we do this? By putting on the helmet of salvation. You need to remind yourself and you need to remind the devil that you are saved. You have been poor, bought with with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I belong to him. I'm no longer my own. I have a new name. I have a new identity. I have a new preferred future in Jesus Christ. Put on the helmet of salvation today. When those dark thoughts come, confess God's word over your life. And lastly, and like I said, every one of these is deserving of an hour. Take on the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Take the sword and attack. Now, let me just say very quickly, when Jesus was tempted in the desert, Jesus, the son of God who became fully human, Satan came to him to tempt him directly. And Jesus himself, the son of God, used God's word to attack the lies of Satan. If all you are filling your minds with and your lies with and all you are reading is GQ magazine, Maxim, Country Living, Hello, whatever it is, I don't know what's out there. You know, some motoring magazine. Some of those things aren't bad. Some of them are garbage. Let me just tell you, that's all that will come out of you. That's all that will come out of you. What comes in you, comes out of you. But if you will fill yourself with God's word, I want to tell you, God's word is in you, and then God's word will come out of you. So whenever things are against you, people come against you, situations come against you, you have a, re- a resource, a reservoir of the word of God to be able to come against all those thoughts. Does that make sense? This is the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The Bible says that God's word is, is God-breathed. Is God's bre- God it's alive, it's active, it's sharp. It's able to penetrate. So here we see... Paul describing a Roman soldier and using his armory and saying, guys, get armoured up, get prepared, put it on every day, because this battle is relentless. Can I just conclude by saying, this is how you walk in faith. This is how you gain the victory of faith. So let me apply something to you as as a takeaway, really quickly. Last two minutes. First of all, I just want to encourage you with four things. It'll come on the screen. Number one, worship and praise. Worship and praise. This is, this is a, uh, to get armoured up. You may say, well, I don't know. I've not got a great voice. No, it doesn't matter. Just praise God. I don't know how to. Just begin to lift your voice to God. Get something on YouTube. use Spotify, we'll help you. Contact us, we'll help you with some good worship songs. Let it just fill the car. Let it fill the kitchen. Let it it just fill those those, uh, AirPods that you've got in. The worship and praise of God. Something happens as we raise the praise. Secondly, the word of God. I've already said, let God's word go deep. Apply these things daily. Get in God's word. Let God's word be in you. Thirdly, The fellowship of others. If you want to overcome all the evil darkness, sometimes we have to cut off some associations. Some people won't do you an ounce of God. You've got to develop new friendships, new fellowships. Be with different kinds of people. And uh, there's opportunities around all the locations for you to just gather and be with others. And fourthly, prayer. Prayer needs to go from a duty to, to a delight. This is the thing I challenge with, uh, I'm challenged with the most, prayer. I don't find it easy. But I know if I'm going to have to overcome all the drip, drip, drip that can come against my life, I need to be a man of prayer. So the application, the takeaway, worship and praise. Let the word of God live, dwell in you richly. Fellowship with others. Let them do your God. Walk with them. And be people of prayer. I've just equipped you in the last 20 minutes with armoury that will give you the victory in faith. I want to encourage you today, if you've never committed your life to Jesus Christ, to pray this prayer with me now. Say, dear Jesus, I recognise the dark works that are in this world I recognize the dark things that I've done, the evil that I've done, the sins I've committed. But in this moment, I commit my life to you. I follow you. I ask that you would cleanse me, heal me, take away all my sin, all my darkness. Give me a brand new start. I renounce all the works of darkness over my life. And I step in now to the freedom that Jesus Christ offers me. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, let us know. Come and join us at one of our locations. It's the beginning of a journey of faith. I also want to pray for those who are really struggling in this area. You feel like you've had the drip, drip, drip. I've just equipped you, really, just a few moments. I just want to pray with you. Father, we recognize the battle is relentless and fierce. I pray that Christians would rise up in the confidence that they have in Jesus Christ. And we would put on the full armor of God. Every single bit of it. We wouldn't leave one item off. And we would overcome the works of darkness. Thank you, Jesus, the reason this, that you appeared was to destroy the devil's works. And I pray that there would be a decimation, there would be a destruction of the devil's works over Christians' lives. That there would be a release and there would be a setting free. And we would walk in freedom and we would walk in truth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. Let me just remind you, there is peace, there is joy, there is love, there is hope only in Jesus Christ. Continue to walk in Him. I look forward to seeing you at some point, perhaps live in one of our locations. But until next time, as always, I love you, I'm praying for you, and I believe in you. God bless you.